important part of camp with this recorded. But uh, excited to see everybody. Uh, obviously, a very exciting time here. Uh, get, get ready to go for year two and, and a lot of work between now and the season. But um, I know everybody's eager and, and anxious to get out there. So. <clears throat> Josh, Jimmy uh, uh, G passed the physical. Uh, are there any restrictions on him at all in training camp, or is it just full full go? No, I mean, no, there aren't. Um, we'll do what we always do with players that are coming off of of any type of rehabilitation. Is we'll just you know we'll do it the right way. Um, you know, so it might not be you know 100% of the repetitions. You know, first day and you know et cetera. But we would never do that with anybody. So. Um, there's a number of players, obviously, that had things in the spring, and um, making sure that we're just smart about how we reintegrate them to the, you know, the totality of practice and um, training camps for everybody to get a lot of repetitions anyway. Uh, no, no player in any position would get, you know, that kind of a majority of the reps anyhow. So this is where we have to <clears throat> put in the majority of our time so that we can build. You know, fundamentals across the board, build the depth of our football team. So um, it shouldn't affect us that much, um, you know, but he'll excited for him to be out there. I know he's excited to be out there with his teammates too. Josh, obviously Jimmy's going to be judged on wins and losses. I understand that. But quick question, when he went to San Francisco, he won his locker room quick. And then he comes here and talking to the players this offseason, not in OTA, not minicamp, but he won them already out spending time with them, being with them. What is it about Jimmy that allows him to relate so well to his locker room as a leader? I think, you know, you think you have to care about the, the person, you know, and I think Jimmy gives a lot of time and, and effort into, um, you know, conversations, non-football related, um, you know, and, you know, I think that's, that would be the same if it was you and I or, or any other two people um, trying to get to know one another and it's how much you put into it, um, how much you care about you know, where they came from, you know, what their family situation is like, uh, where they're at in their life, their career. Um, you know, I think that's important for, for anybody that's trying to create relationships and especially at the position of quarterback in the NFL where, you know, you want to be a leader on your football team. Uh, you have to be an elite communicator on the field. Um, and so, you know, to be able to try to do that and establish those kind of relationships is important. So um, I'll let the players speak for that, you know, in terms of, of how they feel and, and what he has or hasn't done or anything like that, but um, I feel comfortable with who he is and, and the way he goes about that. Josh, obviously Jimmy you know, played with you under you before when he was with the Patriots, but you know, he spent several years in another system. What led to that sort of reacclimation process with him being an OTA, sort of not relearning it, but kind of getting back used to, to being your offense? Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a fun process because honestly, I you know any player that um, has played significantly. Um, you know, a, a significant amount of time somewhere else for a coach that I respect tremendously. Um, you know, it's always interesting to hear some of the things that they did or how they called something or um, other things that maybe we don't do that, you know, they, they did well and he likes. Um, so it was really a, a good back and forth in that regard. Um, I think most of the terminology, um, I don't want to say it's like riding a bicycle, but, you know, if you spent four years doing something, you know, and then you change languages a little bit, you know, you come back to it eventually, kind of, you pick back up where you were. So um, I think, I don't want to say it's seamless or not, you know, we'll, you know, we'll see together here as we go. But um, generally speaking, I think the terminology uh, is, I've said this before, is kind of overblown in general. Um, 
we all run, you know, some something similar to one another. We just maybe call it a little bit different name. So um, I feel very comfortable with his ability to, to do that, to speak it, to talk it, to help his teammates. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing him out there doing it. You guys made uh, Marcus Peters official yesterday, signed on to the one-year deal. How big of an impact, especially with his history of being able to create turnovers, do you think you'll have on the defense? Yeah, um, you know, it, it was it's an exciting opportunity, you know, and Marcus has been a very decorated player for his, you know, his the entirety of his career uh, for the teams that he's played for, and um, he's always been a guy that, you know, I, I've coached against him a number of times, and you know, when you're playing against him, you always know where he's at because there's a chance you might not want to throw at him, you know. And again, players earn that opportunity and earn that earn that status, not not coaches or anybody else. And um, you know, he's just he's had a He's a very intelligent football player. Uh, he had multiple opportunities to sit down and talk with him. Um, very bright, understands the game. Uh, really a mature, uh, intelligent guy in terms of defensive structure, coverages, reading route patterns, etc. Um, very impressed with that. Um, and he wants to be a Raider, you know, and and so it was exciting for us to be able to uh, make that happen. And excited to put him in with our group. And I know he's eager to get to work. Josh, uh, you know, obviously the, the situation with Josh Jacobs isn't quite resolved yet, but uh, due to some concerns he had, along with the other best running backs in the league, they held a Zoom meeting and seemed, seemed to be, you know, worried about uh, the value of the running back position not being valued properly. And what's your thoughts on their meeting and some of the, the concerns coming out of that meeting? Well, obviously I can't speak for anything that happened in the meeting. Um, I obviously wasn't privy to any of that. Um, but look, I respect every player's right to try to do what's best for them. Um, that's why you know the league is what it is in terms of value and uh, contracts, and you know those things are, are personal. Um, we all have to go through them. I understand it. I've said it you know multiple times this spring. Um, I respect um, him uh, tremendously. Um, have a great deal of respect for him as a player, as a person what he did for our team last year and, and uh, you know, I'll look forward to seeing him, you know, when he, whenever he, you know, whenever he is here. Um, and I respect that process too, you know, it's his decision to make and, um, you know, I know they all have to do what they think is best for them, you know, and, and that's, uh, like I said, we all have to do those things in our lives and um, I have a great deal of respect for him. Coach, the growth for a player coming in from year one to year two, can you talk about uh, Zamir White and Neil Farrell and what they bring to the table in terms of coming into the sophomore season? Yeah, I mean, there's a number of guys, obviously, that are coming into their second year for us. Um, you know, I, you mentioned a couple of them, but obviously we have a lot of players that are entering their second year. Um, you know, it's you hope for that, uh, what you just mentioned. Um, you know, our job is to try to get them to improve every year, regardless of you know, which year it is, two to three, three to four, one to two, four to five, seven to ten, you know, whatever it is. So um, we'll, we'll try to do the best we can. I know that our guys that are coming into their second year uh, spent a lot of time at the facility this offseason, really invested themselves in a full offseason program because, you know, when you're a rookie, you come in a little later, uh, a little about a month later than, you know, than the veterans do. So. Um, I think a lot of the reasons why you see some of those jumps is they actually get a full year. They actually understand uh, what is OTAs. They understand what is minicamp. They understand what training camp's like. Uh, so they just they're understanding their wisdom. You know they have some now. You know because they they've gone through it. So 
Uh, looking forward to all those guys getting out there and competing um, and improving. <laughs> Josh, how do you, Josh, you, what is the latest Josh right now then with, with Josh Jacobs? There's nothing. I mean, again, I, we, we worked, I know Dave and Tom worked feverishly with, with his representation last week to, um, you know, do what they could. And again, I've said before, I respect his decision to ultimately not, you know, not uh, sign a deal at that point. Um, so, you know, right now, I mean, it is what it is. You know, there's, there's, um, there hasn't been much uh, since then, uh, since the deadline. And, um, you know, certain things can change. Obviously, we know that. But, um, you know, that's, that's obviously a lot of his decision. And, and I respect, you know, whatever he chooses to do, that's his choice, you know. And so I look forward to seeing him when we see him. Like a change with Saquon and the Giants today. Yeah, I, I don't know all the details. I was here doing a bunch of stuff, so I'm not exactly sure the ins and outs on that. But um, anything can certainly change in that regard, you know. And um, look, I'm, you know, I'm a coach. I'd, I'd love to have every one of them here, and that's just a, you know, a, obviously a preference of ours, so we can, you know, work with each player. But um, you know, when that is, we'll see. How do you go on trying to get all your work in with the heat out there? Um, follow the medical advice. Um, we, we are. We just had a part of that meeting. We just had was um, dedicated to that, the climate and uh, understanding the heat. And so we have an incredible indoor facility. And if we ever enter into that danger zone, um, they have a very uh, scientific way to measure it that I'm not really uh, qualified to speak intelligently about. But I understand when they tell me that we've entered into a zone where it's dangerous to be out there. You know, with helmets, pads, etc., then we'll do the right thing. Um, we'll use the cool boxes on a regular basis during the course of practice, anyway. Um, you know, just to, to prevent the body uh, temperature from from going into a range where we don't want it to go into. But um, our medical team has done a great job of trying to handle handle that, man, manage that. They did it last year at training camp, um, and we'll use the indoor facility as we need to to per, to protect our players. Josh, highlights for uh, Tyree Wilson. Um, no timeline, um, but it's it's getting it's getting you know he's headed in the right direction, no question about it. Um, excited about that, um, and this is again just the process that we expected based on what was you know uh, what was happening at the time we drafted him. So um, you know we knew that there was going to be a rehabilitation process, and then there's going to be a reacclimation phase here. So um, he's doing a great job of everything that. Uh, He's doing right now, and you know, you know, once he's ready to roll, then we'll you know re-enter him into practice the right way, and then you know get him ready to go for the regular season. Josh, you guys how about Byron Young? Say it again. How about Byron Young? Um, just you know, again, no timeline, but um, he'll he's doing everything the right way, and you know, hopefully, like I said, hopefully he'll be out there soon enough. Josh, you guys extended uh, Hunter Redford last year for a lot of reasons. The season just never got off uh, track yeah. uh, or on track because of injuries and whatnot. Um, how excited are you about just getting him back and getting him acclimated into your system and into this office? Yeah, um, we just I just we spoke this morning. Um, super excited, you know. And uh, anytime you have a player, um, you know that had they go battle through a bunch of the injuries that Hunter did last year and the uh, the stuff that prevented him from being on the field. You know, you have some extra motivation as a coach. Um, you know to to see, you know, see it through and, and make sure that, you know, he comes back and uh, has the type of season he's capable of having, which we all know what that is. You know, we've seen that before. So um, I know he's excited. He's ready to go. He's healthy. He had a good off season, um, you know, and so 
again, we, we can't, you know, predict anything, but um, I know what Connor's capable of. I know what he, um, you know, what he means to our team. I know how excited he is to, to perform well and try to help us win, and um, and that's what we're, we're geared towards, too. Coach, obviously you guys had a little bit of break between OTAs up to training camp. You know, just from personal experience, what's the best advice that you can give your guys, your players, and your staff of, you know, being mentally and physically ready to go into training camp? Yeah, I think, you know, physically to, to try to maintain the shape and conditioning uh, that you, you know, that you've earned the right to be in when OTAs in the spring ends. You know, you don't want to just sit on the couch and do nothing for, for a month and a half and, you know, lose that. You know, they've worked hard to... Uh, to get into that point uh, of the year, and, and you know that's that's you know we do everything to be in condition to be able to go out there and play when training camp comes. So um, that's the first thing, but also to get your you know do th- get your mind away from football, uh, enjoy your family, and relax, take some stress off your you know your day to day to day routine, um, you know, and, and do things that you know you you have the opportunity and the right to do you know at this time of the year, you know, and then when you're ready to go. Uh, to come back, you know, hopefully you they report and refreshed and excited and uh, rejuvenated and recharged. I think our staff did that a couple of days ago, and you could see that, you know, and and uh, you know, and I think the players reported much the same. Josh, you Dave a, has you answered a few questions last year in your offensive line each week. Um, <laughs> what do you want to see most from that unit coming into <clears throat> camp? And I know there's position battles, yeah. But what do you want to see improvement, and where do you want to see that that unit as a whole? people who will, who will protect you. Yeah, I mean, the first thing you want, you know, our offensive line to, to do is, you know, they want to compete out there. You know, they're not going to always, like as you saw last training camp, they won't always be beside the same guy the entire camp. That's by, you know, uh, that's by choice, you know, that we want to make sure that we work through that, uh, the different combinations that we might have to play with. Um, communication is really important for those guys. Uh, we've talked a lot about the continuity that we have from last year to this year. You know, I've added a couple of new faces up there, but generally speaking, most of those guys are back. Um, and that gives them an opportunity to work as a unit the way we want them to work. Um, they're, they're obviously always a, um, you know, a, a d- determinant of how tough your football team is. You know, your ability to run the football, your ability to protect the passer. Um, you know, offensive lines, you know, don't get enough credit for all the things that happen, you know, offensively. And so, um, we have a lot of confidence in our group. Um, excited to see them go out and compete with one another. Um, excited for the joint practices that we'll have coming up eventually here. We always learn a lot about our football team then, and you know that's a good opportunity for you know you you find out kind of some of the areas where you're strong and where where you might need some help or, or some work um, in those practices as well. So I'm excited for that group. They got a great had a great spring. Um, I think they're they're ready to go. They're healthy. Um, you know, and they look good. So, see how it goes. Dave has delivered you a roster with depth at a lot of positions. There's going to be a lot of competition. <clears throat> Does that just make camp better when everybody's well? Not everybody. There's a handful that aren't. Yeah. That are competing. I think it makes us all better. I mean, when you know that there's guys in your room that are trying to earn playing time that would otherwise go to you, um, you know, it just makes you uh, work that much harder. Makes you study and prepare hard. Um, and so I think we've always tried to do that as much as we could and uh, at every position. Some positions, as you guys know, changed a little bit more than others this spring uh, and this offseason. But I think we've tried to build competition at every spot we could. Um, and then now is the time for them to go out there 
and get opportunities and determine what their role is going to be, you know, and we've always told them that their role will be what they make it, you know, and that means that they get opportunities um, and what they do with it's important. We'll do a few more. We'll go Adam, Hugh, and Vinny, and Deshaun. Obviously, a lot of new faces are in the room, but, you know, your second year, can you kind of measure where your team is now, where you want them to be compared to where they were last year entering the Um. It, it, again, measuring them at this point is hard, you know, because all we've done is go through eight practices and shorts. Um, but I think that, you know, um, you can learn some things as you go through the off season about our, our ability to communicate, our ability to make adjustments. Um, I think some of the guys that were here before, um, they, you know, they would, I don't want to speak for them, but I, I would say it's probably, they feel, you know, a little bit more comfortable just in terms of, you know, what word do I use here? How do I communicate with my teammate? Um, the, their knowledge of, of what's going on on a, on a play-to-play basis, their understanding of situational football. Um, I'd hope that that has improved uh, just with another year and, and more experience. And then the new guys that have come in have had a great attitude and approach. Um, so each year is different. I mean, honest to God, like I, I, this is 23 for me, and every year I, I, there's no two years that have been anywhere near the same, you know, and. Um, you're going to hit some adversity. You're, you're, you know, some years you're healthier than others. Some years you're not. Some years you start a little better. Some years you finish better. Um, I, I think our, our team in general is fairly healthy, excited, ready to go. Has a great attitude and approach. They had a great mindset in the spring. They really work hard, and so uh, I know they're eager for for this to get started. You were talking about uh, competition. Does that go the same for like defensive goals, like sacks, pressures, turnovers? And obviously not asking for a number, but is there a certain kind of target that you guys have to, to get these guys fired up and have something to aim for? Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about it very early in the offseason about, you know, either touching the ball or, or getting the quarterback, you know, and I think any good defense does those things, you know. And so um, our goal each week will obviously be to try to uh, create, um, you know, disruption, turnovers, negative plays. Um, you know, some weeks are harder to do that than others based on who we're playing and, and the type of uh, the, the way they play. So, uh, but I know our defense, uh, our staff has really tried to identify some ways for us to improve. Uh, Dave and his uh, personnel staff have done a, a, a good job of giving us some different types of players with different skill sets here um, to try to go out there and utilize those. So, um, every team goes through changes. We've had changes on defense and. Um, obviously, we're going to try to address some of the things that maybe we weren't as good at last year. Um, different year, different team, um, you know, different training camp. So I think we got a lot of work ahead of us in order to become, you know, whatever it is ultimately we're going to become. But those certainly are, are things that you want to be good at on defense. Josh, along those lines, obviously, uh, 17 games are going to ultimately define what this group is, is, is all about. Uh, but as you sit here today, do you feel like you have a pretty good handle on what this team might end up being? Are you asking for a prediction? No <laughs> prediction. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, I mean, I think the, the best place we can be right now is we're, we're eager, we're excited. Um, I think we, we have a genuine, a genuine, a good feeling about one another in the locker room. I think that there's a lot of competition. I think they're ready to go out there and perform, compete with one another, eventually compete with somebody else here in a couple weeks. Um, you know, and, and ultimately you get to the point, uh, whatever the highest point we can get to here in six weeks before we play a first game, um, that'll be one point. And then 
obviously the season is not, you know, it's like you don't start there and then stay there. we got to try to improve as we go through the year. So uh, we're going to look at it as a process. We're going to try to hold everyone accountable to a high standard and try to do things a little better each week, each day, and, you know, keep building, you know, and hopefully, uh, as we've talked about in the past, play our best football at the end. Josh, obviously there's a lot of factors that go into offensive success, but quarterback is, you know, generally considered the biggest one. Uh, what, did, what did you see from Jimmy the last few years, just as he became a starter with the 49ers, gave you confidence that he could help elevate your offense to the next level? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that a quarterback's responsible for, you know, and so, um, you know, Jimmy's generally always taking care of the football. Um, he's, you know, he's been a, a player that's performed well under pressure. Um, he's played in some significant games and some big situations. Um, you know, he's done what's, you know, some weeks it was thrown a little bit more, some weeks it wasn't, you know. Um, he, he's had some responsibility to get him in and out of some plays, which most quarterbacks do, and he's done generally done a decent job of that. Um, you know, he's a good thrower of the football. You know, so there's there's a lot of things that um, any quarterback that, that wins um, is going to do a lot of things well, you know, and there's a lot of guys in the NFL that have done it. Um, Jimmy's done it as well, and, and I know we, uh, we'll, we'll try to, you know, see if we can't replicate some of the success he's had. Um, that's obviously why we have him, you know, is uh, we're excited about the things that he does well. Um, I know he's eager to try to improve on some things that maybe he didn't feel he was, you know, ready to to do at a high level, and we'll try to address those and, and identify those as we go. But, um, you know, he's, he's generally given his football team an opportunity to win. And I think the most important thing, the most important number for me at that position, it's really the only one I care about, is, you know, does he does he get wins on the board? And, and generally, he has done that. Great. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network.